Broadcasting live from Business Radio X Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Learning Insights. Featuring learning professionals, improving performance to drive business results. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights, brought to you by our good friends at Training Pro. Stone Peyton Lee Cantor in the studio with you this morning, and uh, this is going to be a fun segment, Lee. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. We've got a lot of smart people here. We do. We have got a crowd from ATD, and we've had a chance to visit with some folks from ATD before, and one of the big reasons is the Training Pro's folks... Uh, you guys, David, mm-hmm. you do quite a bit with that with that outfit, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been involved for about seven years now with uh, the Atlanta chapter, um, volunteering with the community relations group, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a great organization. And today we're here to talk about Employee Learning Week. That's a big uh, event for you guys. That's right. That's a a big event for Atlanta ATD and for ATD in general. Can you talk about it a little bit? <clears throat> well, sure. Um, so. December 5th through 9th is Employee Learning Week. It's actually, uh, Governor Deal has proclaimed it uh, Employee Learning Week. I saw a picture. You were hanging out with him. <laughs> yes. What was that about? <laughs> well, one of the things that we do, so um, I guess the, the, the big thing to get across is in order to kind of celebrate or be involved with Employee Learning Week, you need to um, fill out our Champions of Learning application that you'll find on our website. If you go to atdatlanta.org slash ELW2016, um, and actually right now it's, it's kind of featured on the splash page too. So it's kind of hard to find, uh, not to find if you go to, uh, there and there's a link. So you want the companies to do this? Yep. Want the companies to fill out, uh, there's a link to the champions of learning forum. Mm-hmm. You fill that out and let us know how you're going to be celebrating employee learning week. And, uh, the, the organizations that do that will be invited to a photo shoot with governor deal. And a bunch of other stuff too, but that's that's and where then, that comes from. Are there some suggestions, or this is just in the in the hands of each company? <laughs> <laughs> we actually do have some suggestions. You, you're you're free to do whatever you want to celebrate Employee Learning Week, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we do have some su- suggested kind of plans, right? Um, that you can download on the website. So, what are some ways that people have celebrated in the past? Uh, well, the 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 key thing to remember about Employee Learning Week is that it's an opportunity to promote learning and development within the organization, right? And also a way to promote the learning and development organization within the organization. So usually those teams don't get to, you know, kind of promote themselves or get a right. chance to blow their own horn. So this is an opportunity to do that. So one of the things that a lot of organizations do, and one thing I definitely would suggest that would probably be key to the celebration is to make sure that you have leadership involved and leadership, um, yeah. send out a message to, you know, in organizations I've done it with, we've uh, taped a video that we sent out, uh, to all the employees. Um, but at least have some kind of email or message saying, you know, this is employee learning week and why, uh, continual learning is so important to our organization. Um, so that's one of the common, I think, key things that you want to do. Um, and then we, uh, we're, as we're going to discuss in a little while, we have some, uh, our partners, Skillsoft and EBSCO are providing content that can be used, uh, during the week to give to, uh, employees and, um, you know, you can offer professional development opportunities. You can use that content. There's all kinds of different ways that you can celebrate the week. 
And then when you celebrate it, you submit it into the website, and then that makes you eligible to hang out with the governor like you. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. like Dave. Yeah. Then you get invited to the photo shoot with That's the governor. That's the name of the whole program. Be like Dave. Be like Dave. You get, you get to, you get to um, also, uh, on our December chapter meeting, we're going to be celebrating those champions of learning. We're going to um, be recognizing uh, all those folks that um, celebrate Employee Learning Week um, with a certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we're going to pick probably about top three to kind of actually uh, recognize during that meeting. And then, like, what does do top really... three mean? Like, yeah, what's some... an example of how do you win that? Uh, <laughs> well, um, just doing really creative things, uh, creative ways, and, and just really kind of going all out to make sure that you're promoting learning. I right. was thinking maybe a really large subscription to Skillsoft. <laughs> there you go. That would be really might nice. You, <laughs> that might put you in the finals, right? <laughs> well, who do you have with you, Dave? Um, so we have Jeanette Wheatley from Skillsoft, um, one of our uh, sponsors at ATD, and also is providing content for um, organizations to use during Employee Learning Week. So that's awesome. And Rob Bingham is the president-elect of the chapter. So he's going to talk about Employee Learning Week and also some other cool things that are going to be happening with the chapter. Great. Well, why don't we start with you, Jeanette? Uh, can you share a little bit about Skillsoft? What do you guys do for folks? Would love to. Thanks. Uh, Skillsoft has been in the learning and development space for about 18 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a rich heritage of serving over 400 million um, employees. And, wow. and, and, and yeah, over it these, starts adding up. Huh? It you does. Do for a few and, years. and we've had over a, a, a billion <laughs> completions of learning. Wow. So, so, we're, you know, we have a rich heritage, but what's really neat is that, uh, you know, that's great for the past, but really what's exciting is Skillsoft is really in the process of transforming ourselves and mm-hmm. really looking at learning development for the modern learner. So being able to uh, say what, what we, what got us here, is not what's going to get us there for the future. And so we've taken a big, hard look at the industry, um, what technology has done to be able to impact learning in corporate America. And we are in the process of um, really transforming the way that we develop content, the way that we deliver content. Our CEO says that we will provide the most engaging content to employees out there using understanding the way that Learners like to learn today with technology and time strapped and all of that. And we're going to do that with um, a beautiful technology. So, Elegant, right. So how, um, how are you defining the modern learner? So um, actually, Josh Burson uh, def- started defining the modern learner. And he looked at it and says that in today's world, employees with their business and the time strap have about five, 15 minutes a week in order to dedicate to self-development, about 1% of their workday, mm-hmm. work week. Um, so the modern learner um, is wants to have technology-driven Right, so it's not necessarily the young learner. No, right? right. It's not millennials. Everybody, you know, blames the millennials for changing <laughs> the way that learning is today. How dare they? <laughs> I know, really. And it's really, it's like, because um, I'm not a millennial, and people say, oh, well, millennials, they want training on their mobile device. Or uh, millennials, they want something in three to five minute bits. Right. If you could just squeeze it between Netflix and exactly. binge watching, it would be great. You know, <laughs> uh, we, we want it on YouTube, right? So, but that's, you know, I say, I want the same thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the modern learner is really anybody today. Um, what's really interesting is that um, in the year 2020, uh, learning development will be supporting the needs of five different generations of wow. employees. First time ever. First time ever, right? First time ever. So 
you know, you've got the baby boomers, but you also have the millennials and the Gen Xers. And, you know, they grew up with technology. Um, people like me are a little bit, um, you know, learned, started learning a different way. But I still have, an, uh, you know, a smartphone and using the technology. So it's really a great opportunity for folks in the learning development space today to be able to look at the overall needs of all of the learners, not just the millennials, not just right. the baby boomers. And that's kind of a trap, isn't it, to just gear things to the millennials? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So now, um, how do you guys um, work with ATD Atlanta? So ATD and Skillsoft have been, or Skillsoft has been a partner with ATD um, for the past couple of years where we are a sponsor, the local uh, Skillsoft team. Um, participates in ATD meetings and, and events. So, And why was that important for you guys to participate and to join? You know, I believe that you need to invest in in your industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are a, in the learning and development space, right. and we need to be able to understand what our customers are going through and, and invest in that. And as, then how are you leveraging partner. this, um, the uh, em Employee Learning Week? So Skillsoft is very excited that we were um, actually offered to participate in this. Um, what we've done is uh, taken some of our best uh, videos mm -hmm. and mapped them to the ATD kind of theme of Employee Learning Week. So we have the ability to provide this micro learning that the um, learning leaders from that will join the Champions of Learning page right. will go to and be able to deep link um, this content. So and, they get access to. And access it and, and provide it out to their employees during the week. Oh, so that's good for everybody. It is. And at the end of the week, we'll be able to give them some metrics <clears throat> so that they can understand how how well they did mm -hmm. and how important. And, and then they can survey their folks. And really, it's a great opportunity for those learning champions within the organization to not only provide this new informal, um, or I mean, a, a formal type of program to their folks, but they can learn something at the same time. So you're going to kind of get an assessment of Something. What are, what are the choices? Well, like what modules do they have to choose from? We have a variety of different modules. They'll go... The, the topics that ATD has used is guide, teach, learn, train, and study. Mm -hmm. And so each one of the um, letters in each one of those words, we've just kind of, like underneath guide, the G is for generosity. Mm -hmm. So there's some videos around generosity. Did Like who drove that? Did you guys already have that in the can and then you offered it up? Or was it something they came to you and said, what can you do for us in this area? ATD came to us and, wow. and we... Uh, Took the you know, took the initiative to do the mappings to to build out this um, program. Wow, that's yeah. super generous. So we're excited. Yeah, that's a great way. That's a good example of how uh, companies can work with these business associations to create these kind of valuable resources for mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. So I have a Skillsoft question. Um, it's my understanding that you do a lot of work with enterprise level kind of clients, but can small and and, and medium sized businesses be customers of skills Skillsoft? Most definitely. Thanks for that question. Yes, we um we are we do cater to the the business uh, world. Right. Um. So we really are not you know in a B two C type um, model, but right. more of a B two B model. But yes, we support um, organizations, small businesses, um, and as well as into global 
uh, well, I'll tell you why I'm asking. It's very selfish. But Business Radio X, I think we would be classified as a small business. Mm-hmm. We've got a good thing going here. We have several studios, and we're building out our network. But I'm thinking particularly on kind of the compliance kind of training right. stuff that you you want to make sure you've got it documented. You want to make sure you're doing it right. You know, it, we don't want me teaching diversity training or sexual harassment or, you know, we don't want right. me teaching that. We want, and so even a, a company of our size maybe could could subscribe at a level that makes sense for us financially and, and get that done properly, it sounds like. Exactly right. And and you're exactly right. We probably don't want you teaching <laughs> <laughs> she barely even knows you and she, she, that. she made she made that judgment in the hall between the lobby and the studio <laughs> well uh, there's a lot of particularly around compliance training um you yeah, do need yeah. to have you know the co- the courses and and skillsoft is an online uh content provider so the you know one of the benefits that people use skillsoft content is because it can become very cost efficient um and the fact that particularly for compliance as we're talking about is that you know that every topic is being taught so that right. when it, you know if if a legal situation did come about you've got documentation that you know the that employee was exposed to this training at this date and, yeah, and no, that's you huge, as a company right? is covered right yeah. so it's because it can get very expensive with lawsuits um so that is and it becomes um nice and cost effective in order to offer the online training yeah now, has there been anything that has come up recently, we've been talking about the modern learner, where things have drastically changed in terms of how people are actually, um, you know, staying compliant or they're learning something new and they're actually able to execute it faster or is there? Well, the biggest, I think the, the biggest thing that's happened in, in um, learning today is really the advent of the mobile phone and being able to have people learn anywhere, anytime on any device. Um, you know, several years ago, it was like, oh, my gosh, our employees are bringing their own devices to work. And now like, should we even allow that? Uh, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and today it's like, yeah, bring your own device and you'll see people walking around the hallways with, you know, their corporate phone, their personal phone and their tablet and then maybe their, you know, PC. Right. So um, so I think that's one of the biggest things that ha- that is happening in the world of online learning today is that. The um, organizations like Skillsoft need to be able to offer those mobile um, that that kind content of device and, agnostic exactly, and and the other thing you know going back to the modern learner we've got to be able to um, shrink and compress the learning time um, and but still deliver the same amount of training um, and and that same level of of importance, you know, to going to the point of of compliance, you still have certain objectives that have to be taught. Right. So you've got to be able to use compression techniques to get the content shorter, and then have the ability to push the content out to a variety of different mobile devices. Now, is that uh, a true statement that that people want it shorter and shorter and shorter? Is that accurate, or is it that they just want really quality? information that's compelling and engaging because you know they say oh you know young people have short attention spans okay that's true but they also will spend six hours playing you know a video game without thinking twice about it and that you know that time they don't enjoy that in little bursts of time they'll sit there for all day and play it right because and that is the key engaging content so um and that is you know that's kind of what Skillsoft is doing as we are transforming ourselves. It's like we've got to make sure that we can provide engaging opportunities for the employees 
um, to look at learning more as something that they want to do versus something that they have to do. Mm-hmm. And I think in today's world, you know, um, I, I've been in the training business for over 20 years. And when I first got into it, my mother said, oh, you know, people don't like training. <laughs> 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 They'll, you know, it's the first budget but, to ever be cut. But they don't like bad training. Right, right. exactly. They want to learn. They want to <laughs> learn and people want to learn. So they have that appetite for learning. So what do, what we have to make sure that we're doing is providing that engaging content, putting it in this beautiful technology that will allow people to, again, want to go back and get the learning. Because they don't always want to browse. Sometimes they want a deeper dive because if it's something they're really interested or passionate about, they want to know every nuance about it and every facet. Exactly. It isn't something like, oh, I just get, just give me the bullet points, you know? No. And to that point, I think the, you know, what we're seeing is just the, um, the term prescriptive and curated learning is something that anybody in, in our space today is having to be very cognizant of. Because to that point... Do I go in and just take a little, you know, a a five minute video or is it something that I really am interested in and I need to, I want to do a deep dive, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to have to look around for everything. Give it to me in a very prescriptive, nice, um, so that's, that's probably always the challenge then. It is. Yeah. So can we talk about me a little bit more? Yeah, it's all about you. I got He's still first. worried about that compliance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's marvelous. That's very encouraging. But I think there really are a few things around here. I probably should be the one that teaches. And I'm I'm envisioning that I can have my cake and eat it too, where there are some some things that I could teach and get it in the right platform or medium, but make it easy for the the learner to navigate across the whole curriculum. Okay, I do want to go listen to Stone talk about the mechanics of hosting a show. Um, and then, but I also want to go over here to that, that's all doable, right? We can make that clean and seamless, right? Truly. And then that's what really starts making the, the content going back to that whole engaging opportunity for, for the learner is that you start blending in a variety of different programs. So it's whether you use a Skillsoft off the shelf content or you use something that Stone has created, and then you start blending that together into something that makes sense for your learner. So that they have not only the, um, you know, what what the the uh, um, industry maybe standard or you know presentation skills um, or presentation skills, and then we have. But let's look at Stone is doing that in a you know in a in a recorded uh, network type environment. So, so now is that some, how uh, Skillsoft works with their clients? Like there's some off the shelf things that you can get but you can also create kind of custom things that are for a specific need. Exactly right. So our whole um, program is is really being able to provide a learning experience for the customers that is customized to their um, environment. So we use our content. We blend it with their own content. We really um, believe in kind of a, a continuous learning model so that it's not learning is not just a one-time event, but something that people will go in and and experience over a, a period of time. And a lot of time that is just has to do with the whole learning experience. People mm-hmm. re- retain and re- and remember things if it's given to them over a certain amount of time. You know, you've seen the studies yeah. where yeah, you, you're. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes a lot of sense, and it's on demand when they need it in real time. Right? Exactly. Yeah, people and- will forget things. You go to a class, and if you haven't been, if it hasn't been reinforced, the information that you had in the class, after 30 days, you've forgotten about, you know, 
90% of that information. So what we want to do is be able to take help organizations that are using um, their instructor-led training and then make sure that that information is being reinforced with online opportunities, pushing videos or, or pushing out some sort of reminder or questions, self-reflective questions around what they learned and how they're going to apply that skills. And that's really where learning starts really um, just blossoming within organizations. And with an organization like Skillsoft, one of the uh, areas of specialty, I guess, or the reasons that companies go with them is because they have literally hundreds and hundreds of titles. And so instead of building everything custom, you can kind of go through and... and uh, right, they already have best practices. It, it's a cafeteria already, approach, right? right? Yeah. And they've already vetted this content with some of their uh, content curators, and they are picking out the best of the best. And serving it up to mass audience. So now that was uh, Rob Bingham. And uh, Rob is the incoming president of ATD? Uh, yes. Yes, for better <laughs> for or for better worse. For worse. <laughs> right. So now, um, Employee Learning Week, what does that mean to you? Why, why is that important for you? Well, one of the things that ATD is is all about is adding member value. Uh, we are always looking at ways that we can increase the value for our membership. And Employee Learning Week is a great example of the way that we want to partner with local businesses to um, help them understand a, a lot of the conversation when you get inside of one of our ATD uh, tribal meetings, if you will, <laughs> you know, where you're talking to your own people, right. is uh, people... Uh, Learning talent development professionals understand that they have got to be able to relate to and talk to business owners because unless business owners understand the value that the learning organization brings, then they're going to be on the cutting block when it comes budget time. Right. It's what Jeanette said earlier, that first to go. Yeah. Yeah. Too often it is. Right. Um, but it is incredibly vital to the organization. And so they're actually cutting off their hands by their face mm -hmm. and it can be uh, counterproductive. So we really want to help organizations understand uh, the way that it all works together for good. And then so this week kind of is an opportunity to spotlight and bring it to the fore. Yeah. And and really, uh, and what better time than near Christmas, right? To right. kind of say thank you mm -hmm. for all of the work that you do as a mm -hmm. talent development professional within our organization, uh, whichever organization is signing up to celebrate their, their group and really build awareness of that learning function and talent development function within the organization. Right. Because you, as you mentioned, when you're at your meeting and it's all people that are in that, you obviously think learning's important, right? right. <laughs> you know, you're right. all kind of drinking the same Kool-Aid there. And mm -hmm. it's just a matter of kind of getting that out to everybody and letting, and intellectually, everybody knows learning's important. Right. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it, it's really, and one of the, one of the topics that we will talk about a lot of times, uh, I just spoke at a conference uh, last month at two different conferences on the return on investment for learning within an organization mm -hmm. and learning professionals need to get better and better at being able to spell that out for right. business owners and, and show the value. Yeah. Right. Once you were able to demonstrate uh, the value that you're bringing to the organization and put together metrics that are meaningful and measurable, then you've got a game plan for working and partnering more efficiently and effectively with the business. And the leadership within your own organization. Mm -hmm. Right. And really helping the team, the leadership team, 
execute on their business plan. That's that's it. it, it we're most effective as learning professionals, not when we're just taking orders. Hey, I think you, you ought to go train somebody on customer service. And really, it's <laughs> right, not a customer because, service issue. Mm-hmm. It's a management issue, perhaps. Right, or uh, leadership. Right. Yeah, so so we can really partner with them when we're doing it right. And but that's the, you what you have ATD's to stay all. ahead of it, though, right? You kind of have to be the driver of this. Well. Uh, we have to be a partner, a co-pilot, a co-driver. A lot, of, you know, we're not the owner of the business, and we don't pretend to be. Uh, but uh, the business can operate a whole lot more efficiently and effectively if they understand how to harness the horsepower that we bring to the organization. Right, and but that a lot of times I would think that leadership sees it as, oh, it's a customer service problem because somebody yelled at somebody, or you right. know, some big thing, you know, maybe got picked up in the press or something bad happened like that. But it could be, to your point, not that at all. Right, yeah. right. The classic example I share is uh, we need to train these customer service reps. They're not taking care of the customer, right? So you go out and you build a, a, a the ultimate training package and you train everybody on it. Everybody passes the assessment and they go back out to the floor to take calls and uh, wow the customers. And then 30, 60, 90 days later, the metric hasn't changed at all. And right. they're still getting the same number of complaints. And so you, so you mm-hmm. then suddenly it's prioritized. We need to have a focus group. We need to figure out until you sit them down and you say, tell me, do you know what to do to take care of the customer? Why, yeah, you're supposed to do A, B, and C. Well, then I got another question for you. Why aren't you doing that? Right. <laughs> oh, because you, ta- you pay me to take care of 50 customers per hour. And so I've, I've got a real dilemma there, right? Uh, or the employee has the dilemma. Are we going to take care of the customers that are going to pay the rent, uh, in, in, in the number of customers it takes to get the bonus to pay the rent? Or are we going to do what is philosophically and theoretically right. the right thing to do? Right, because the frontline person might not be incented in the same way that the right. leaders yeah. are. <laughs> you know, I've got a real-life example of that when All I was right. an instructional mm-hmm. designer for a, a large pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were... Uh, training everyone on what we call solution selling, right? You know, really do a lot of questioning, find out what the needs are of the customer. And uh, we found out that uh, the marketing or the the uh, sales reps were being bonused on delivering messages. They weren't being bonused on solution selling. So, you know, we can train them on solution selling all we want. And they're like, but we're getting paid to do this, not what mm-hmm. you're teaching us to do. Right. So just aligning the priorities and the incentives is mm-hmm. important. Exactly. Can Very you, important. anybody say Wells Fargo? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's right. That's exactly what they right. ran into, yeah. right? They were incenting for uh, opening new accounts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, and that's just a perfect example of if if the business is partnering with the learning organization, they we can consult with them and say, let's think about the implications if we run this out. A year right. or two. The what ifs and the right. ramifications right. of those kind of decisions. So I want to hear a little bit about converging solutions. This is your practice or you're a part of this uh, yes, practice? Yes, it's my consulting firm. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, we partner with organizations to uh, work har- uh, smarter, not harder, in terms of uh, building out training solutions. And um, I've been doing that for a number of years. I guess been around for about 10 years the first seven or so, we were based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then three years ago, we moved down to the Atlanta area. And so we are expanding 
in essence, right? <laughs> Isn't Minneapolis kind of a, a hotbed, a mecca for training and development in general? You know, that's probably the first time I've ever heard Minneapolis <laughs> and hot mentioned in the same uh, sentence. But aren't some of the big yes. outfits from there? And everything? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, there's a lot of uh, 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 learning industry. There's a lot of instructional design and a lot of consultancies that are really focused on uh, building out um, custom training solutions, and that right. and that's what we do. So, if you think about Skillsoft, a lot of times we'll partner with an organization like Skillsoft oh, okay. to help our our uh, my customers, my clients, not have to build everything from scratch. Yeah, um, because that gets to be very expensive, mm-hmm. very expensive. And uh, so we help them decide which can you kind of take off the shelf with an organization like Skillsoft. Um, and which should we build because it's just a part of our organization? We have to talk about our internal processes. You know, you can't train, uh, you can't, you can't train a, a, a general company training on the values of our organization. So, right. so we really work with them around vision values kinds of things and around the, the understanding and describing and clarifying and then fixing the dysfunctional behaviors within the business like we've just been talking about. It sounds like to me a fun, engaging kind of business to be in. I think you would sleep real well at night and all that, but it also strikes me as a very competitive arena. How does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a, for a guy like you? Isn't there a lot of noise in the marketplace and a lot of players? Yes, uh, but really it's about relationship, right? If you're, yeah. if, as you build value, uh, for the organizations you serve, uh, word of mouth really, uh, really serves you well. And and whether you're a converging solutions or a training pros, um, uh, we, you know we service a lot of the same clients. Um, but but it really is about the individuals. As people get to know the individuals that serve them within their organization, it, it there becomes a trusted partnership, mm-hmm. and that's what we're really all about. The other thing unique about converging solutions, and then we'll uh, get back to the to- topic of the hour, ATD, is we really help clients focus not only on the learning piece of the solution, but we bring communications and performance support. So a lot of times. That facilitates the conversation. Okay, so you think this is the training solution and where you need to go. Uh, what would communications and what what impact could communications have on that or performance improvement? And uh, a lot of times I'll say, uh, let's get the marketing people in here because nobody understands them and they don't <laughs> they don't agree with anybody, right? So let's get them at the table. And it's table. always their fault, right? So exactly. <laughs> always their fault. And so get them at the table too, and then we can throw the problem out in the middle, not the marketing person, but the problem right. out in the middle of the table, and really have a uh, a, a multiple perspective strategy towards right. solving. Now you mentioned vision earlier. What is your vision for the ATD Atlanta chapter? Uh, my uh, so whenever as. Uh, People tell me uh, congratulations uh, on your uh, elected uh, role to uh, the chapter. I say congratulations or condolences, depending on your perspective, right? Uh, but my my real reason for wanting to get involved in ATD is I really uh, want to add value for the chapter, and so any way that I can do that is uh, something that I feel drawn to and willing to serve in that way. I think the biggest area of opportunity, and Employee Learning Week is a perfect example uh, of this, Um, one of the best ways to add value for our membership is to help highlight that strategic partnership that can and should be happening between businesses in in the Atlanta, greater Atlanta area 
and the ATD local chapter. Um, that partnership uh, really is where the magic happens. It, and if you think about this, it's kind of a no-brainer. From a business in Atlanta uh, perspective, their training teams every year uh, are training other people in their organizations. And too often, they don't have an opportunity or a means to train their own people. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like the cobbler's uh, mm -hmm. uh, children, children, right? right? Uh, and, and so ATD is, is the no-brainer, easy-to-serve-up option for professional development of your own teams. And as we get better and better at partnering with other organizations across the city, um, that partnership uh, just becomes stronger and stronger. I've been talking to a couple of the area businesses about uh, why don't you figure out what it is you want to bring in as professional development opportunities for your teams and then sponsor a, a, a COP, a community of practice, uh, around either learning technologies or HR um, or learning and development in general. And we'll bring the training to you. So it's a no-cost or a very low-cost solution right. Right, for a few members. So that's a great way to engage the enterprise corporations here. And that's what your one of your goals are Absolutely. in the coming year is to that's, get more um, engagement from these larger organizations around right, town. Right. It's, it's just a win-win-win for everybody. All right. What's next? I want to hear more from David. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, do, do want to point out one thing that I think is really important because Robert and I were talking about it earlier. Um, <clears throat> And this relates to the Skillsoft and the EBSCO content that we have available for folks during Employee Learning Week. You do have to go and register as a champion of learning. Once you do that, then I, I actually literally me, will send you the link to access that content. So that's something that's really important. You have ultimate power. Ultimate Once power. Keys <laughs> to the kingdom. <laughs> David, Rick, all right, before we wrap, I want to make sure that we've got contact info for everyone here today. If some, If our listeners want to reach out and learn more about these individual organizations, and I particularly want to make sure that they uh, know how to go and learn more about Employee Learning Week. So we'll, just, we'll start with you, Rob, and kind of go around the horn. If someone wants to have a conversation uh, with you about uh, converging solutions or, and or anything else, what's the best way for them to reach out? Well, I'm going to share uh, today my uh, ATD uh, hat uh, okay. email address. You can email me at rob, R-O-B-B dot Bingham, B-I-N-G-H-A-M, at atdatlanta.org. Fantastic. And Miss Jeanette. All right. And to reach mm -hmm. me, uh, best way is probably through email, and that is Jeanette, J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E, -E -E, underscore Wheatley, W-H-E-A-T-L-E-Y, at skillsoft.com. Fantastic. All right. Let's make sure we've got all the coordinates <laughs> for this upcoming event. Um, okay. So to find out more information and to apply to be a champion of learning, go to atdatlanta.org slash ELW 2016. And if you want to find out more or have somebody kind of walk you through the process or give you some ideas, feel free to contact me. I'm at david.edelman, A-D-E-L-M-A-N, at training-pros.com. And then just a little recap, December 5th through 9th is Employee Learning Week. The deadline for submission for those Champion Learning Awards is November 15th. It's coming right? up. Coming up fast. So you've got to make your move. Well, fantastic show, guys. Thank you all for joining us this morning. This has been a lot of fun and very informative. Thank you. Thank you. All Appreciate right. It. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for Lee Cantor, our guest today, and everyone here at the Business Radio H family saying we'll see you next time on Learning Insights.
all the weak styles.